0: Yep. um, Great question. So the next thing you need to do is you need to get a business bank account and um, a business credit card or a debit card uh, to that bank. But that is a you need to keep your business and personal separate. If it's all together once, now's a great time to get keep it all separate. It's going to make taxes easier. It's going to make your life easier. And um, so that's the first thing I would do. Go to your banker, go local, find a banker, get your bank um, account set up and um, this, all these softwares I mentioned before, like Todd says, yeah, we're not, I don't, they're not writing me a check. Um, and all of them will be able to import all your transactions or you could import each transaction yourself. So they do make it super simple in that way. And that way, uh, again, you can keep your business, business, your personal personal, highly recommend that urgently. Welcome to the Spiro Podcast, managing your real estate photography and videography business with
1: your hosts, Todd Kivimaki and Craig Magrum. Welcome to the Spiro Podcast, managing your real estate photography and videography business. Spiro is a software platform designed to really uh, manage and scale up your real estate photography business. I'm Craig Magrum. I'm the business development and client care specialist for Spiro and the host of the Spiro Podcast. Along with me, as always, our co-host and owner and founder of Spiro, Todd Kivimaki.
2: Hey, Craig, it's great to be here today. Uh, Thank you all for joining us. If it's your first time, welcome. Uh, We hope to bring you some value today. If you're joining us again, welcome back. Hey, if you would, if you're coming for the first or second time, or maybe third or fourth time, shoot us an email. Let us know what you want this to be about. So we've had some good suggestions, uh, but we want to hear from you. You can email us at hello at Spiro.media. Anything to scale and supercharge your real estate media business. Um, want to help you out with it, um, at wow, uh, which is our real estate photography business. Um, we have a lot of information to pull from. And uh, can get you life, uh, real life examples. You know, I was just at a, a, a real estate meeting this this week. Um, you know, met with a number one realtor in our state and then joined the real estate meeting. So if you want to know what, it's, what managers are looking for, what to say at a real estate meeting, uh, let us know what you guys want and we will put them in a priority list for you. So we want this to be your pad, podcast. We want to bring value to you. And uh, Craig, we got an exciting one today. Well, okay. I take that back. So maybe it's not <laughs> exciting. It's like buying tires for your car, but it's necessary. Like if you don't have tires on your car, you're going down quick. So right. what are we talking about today, Craig?
1: Yeah. I'm glad you qualified that because I'm like, Todd, this is <laughs> no disrespect to our guest because he's passionate oh. about this and he, and he's very, very good at this. Um, but yeah, we're we're talking about accounting. <laughs> That's Sorry. right. Accounting. Yeah. Yeah. So I, w- I was thinking back when, when I was in college, Todd, and I was, I was choosing my major. Um, I really liked computers. Okay. So I, I chose information systems and operations management as my, my major. And I'm plugging along in my undergrad classes and I come up on, on two classes, accounting one and accounting two. And I worked my rear end off to get B's in those classes. Cause I just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't let myself get C's and it just, it, it was torture for me. It was absolute torture. Numbers and crunching numbers is just not my forte. Um, you know, I, I, I can balance my checkbook, you know, I can take care of basic finances, but, um, you have a, a, I, a what a checkbook, Craig, is that, what is that? No, okay. Okay. I'm I'm old. I know. I'm old. I do use software to help balance. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. It's good. It's good. So I, I was talking to my my advisor about this. I'm like, I'm really struggling with these classes. And and my advisor, whether they were right or not, they said, Well, um, you're you're your major, you're going into a field where you, you're gonna have to write business programs to solve business math issues. Uh, so if you're not really liking or, or understanding, you know, more advanced accounting techniques, you might want to choose a different major. <laughs> and, uh, I went into communications. So, you know, um, so yeah, fast forward, you know, multiple years later, I started a, a real estate photography business and I, I realized one of the things I have to get in place is my books is crunching the numbers you know, running some good accounting. And I'm like, do I have to do this? (laughs) And, uh, you know, there's probably money, many more out there starting their own businesses facing the same issues. We're passionate about photography. We love our creative, you know, outlet. Um, And we're trying to make a living doing this, but you have to have some basic knowledge of accounting. And that's what we're talking about today.
2: Yes, it is. So I'm, I, I'm, This individual has been with me at WOW for over six years now, and uh, I actually brought him on because at WOW at the time, I was a little over six months behind in, in my bookkeeping. Uh, and we were scaling like crazy. We were shooting probably at that time, three or 4,000 shoots a year um, hmm. and scaling. So he's really allowed us to scale. Uh, we shot just about 12,000 shoots last year uh, and we manage many departments um, and he has allowed me to scale. Um, so Derek Mayer, excited to have you on today. He is our WOW general manager uh, and he uh, does all of our bookkeeping and and and, and financial planning. Um, so uh, Derek, welcome to the podcast.
0: I'm happy to be here. Um, even though we're talking about accounting, I was the one that went through accounting. Um, I was in marketing and I took an accounting class and fell in love with it. So, uh, you <laughs> know, you and I are on different tracks where I was like, man, this is what, this is the business. This is what I love. Um, I love crunching the numbers. I loved, uh, I had a great accounting professor and really instilled a lot of passion for me, uh, with accounting. So, um, I'm happy to talk about accounting because it is super important and vital to the success of business in general. And, um, you know, and I, I like to impact, I like to impact, people like to impact business. And this gives me the opportunity to do that. So I love what I do. Um, I love figuring out problems, even though they give you headaches sometimes and numbers um, are, you know can be difficult. But it is really a lot of fun. And it is really fun to see the business grow using numbers and, uh, and then in uh, strategy. So happy to be here.
1: Derek, I, I'm just going to jump in and say I'm thankful for people like you because of people like me. <laughs> um, you know, it, it takes it takes different people with different gifts and talents and, and loves and passions to really make uh, a cause or a business, in this case, really succeed and move forward. So, thank you for what you do, and thank you for bringing the gifts and talents that you do to, to Wild wow Video Tours to make it successful.
0: You're welcome.
2: So, Derek, so what? So, let's talk to a photographer out there who is um, busy uh, growing their business, excited about growing their business. And there is always that last thing that is bookkeeping. Uh, you know, they they are remembering a lot of what needs to be invoiced. They're probably manually inputting that into some piece of software. Um, they are, uh, they're hoping to collect, uh, you know, they might need to do some collections. Um, so that 's let's set the scene of the individual that's just focused on growing, and they know that you know we 're going to do the right thing for our client, and we'll get the numbers figured out at some point uh, what would you what what's the suggestions that's kind of you know as, as I was when you came on a little over six years ago, um, you know I was focused on taking care of the client I thought if i 'm going to get the shoots in there i 'll collect for them eventually uh, so what advice would you give to an individual? who is kind of putting accounting on the back burner right now?
0: Yeah, good question. Um, I think it's important not to do that. You know, I think it's an easy trap to fall into. And some of it's going to happen because you're growing your business. You're out there. You're knocking on the doors. You're working 16-hour days. Um, Oftentimes, the last thing you think about is the numbers. Um, And I kind of want to flip that. And it doesn't necessarily mean, um, you have to do the work. It just means you have to prioritize that it gets done. Um, and so I guess my, my first thing would be, yes, prioritize your numbers. And I think you need to discover quickly if it's something you want to do or something you do not want to do. And it's okay. Either way, you know, it's, you just have to be honest with yourself and say, no, I don't, I don't want nothing to do with numbers. I just want them done. And, um, and, you know, and that's it. I'm done. And I think that, like, I've talked to lots of uh, business over the years that they don't prioritize it. They don't. Um, so they don't do it. And then they don't know what they're doing or why they're doing it, what they're working on, what their goals are. And then they just get so far behind. And then they become unhappy with what they are doing. They're unhappy because they're just they're working all those hours to get what? More money. But am I really making more money? Uh, how much money do I want to make? Uh, how much, you know, what am I paying out? Like, uh, we've talked to some photographers in the past that were paying so much in editing that they never were making any money, but they, they were working all the hours. So they thought they were making money, you know? So that's why I think we should, um, all businesses should prioritize numbers. So, which again, doesn't mean you have to do them. So what do you mean you don't have to do them? What does that mean? So I think the first thing you need to do is find someone to do the numbers. And there's a whole lot of options out there. For example, um, you could go through Upworks, um, a freelance site, and you could post a job that where you want either a temporary or a full-time bookkeeper. You can take applications, applications through there, set your, uh, what you wanna pay. Um, you know, I always recommend going local. If you know someone um, that's reputable in the community um, to do the numbers, then I think that can be very beneficial. And it's really, it may not be as expensive as what you're thinking. I always recommend you get two or three quotes and you have clearly defined what they're going to provide for you. Um, so anyway, so yes, I definitely think we should prioritize numbers and quickly figure out if you want to do them or if somebody else should do them. And if it's someone else either, you know, kind of depends on your budget with, um, you know, I need to go local, try local first and try freelancers as well. And there's lots of people out there that are good at bookkeeping that can make you just feel a lot more confident with running your business.
1: So you, you mentioned a couple of times, uh, Derek, you know, if, if you're not comfortable doing it and you don't want to do it, you know, have somebody else do it. And you mentioned, okay, get some quotes and it might not be as expensive as you're thinking for someone just starting out that may have no idea and, and, uh, uh has a limited number of clients and limited budget. Can, can you give a ballpark on what something like that might cost to, to have somebody come in from the outside and, and work on your accounting?
0: Yeah, great uh, question. I, I, I kind of, in the two to $400 range is where I was, um, my first gut is on that. Um, I think we, I quoted for WoW, which is, um, you know, a big company that was close. To, I quoted outsourcing our bookkeeping and uh, that was closer to a thousand um, per month. But that was also for lots of, there's lots of things going on with that quote. So I think okay. if you're, you know, Shooting 300 to 2,000 shoots, that 200, 400 range probably makes sense, but I know it's different in,
2: in the markets. Derek, just to clarify for our listeners. So if you're shooting 300 to 2,000 shoots per year, and it is, and, it is, and it is that estimate you gave a monthly figure, just so that our listeners know.
0: Yeah. So yes, it is a two dollars to $400 per month. And yes, uh, I was thinking 300 per year to 2,000 per year. Shoot, Got
1: it. Got it. Yeah. It's, it's always nice to know kind of where, where we start for somebody getting into the business, of uh, you know, for the first time. Um, now, even if you do pass off that responsibility to somebody else, um, really a business owner still needs to have some basic, a, a basic idea of, of good accounting yeah. and what, what things mean, what, are, are there resources out there that somebody could learn more about basic accounting? You know, how to categorize expenses, just good practices for for an owner to get into?
0: Yeah, great question. And I guess so the other half of people are going to want to hire someone. The other half are going to do it themselves. So let me speak to those people. Um, but yes, yeah, so you can do it yourself. It's not that complicated. Um, and there is a ton of resources out there to support you. So, and I'm always learning, so I always take advantage of any resource out there. I I try to take advantage of it, whether that be uh, YouTube. YouTube has a ton of information and video. Um, So I've watched lots of videos on cash flow statements, on financial statements, on reconciling, on reconciling within the software that you use. You know, so software is probably the next thing we should talk about. Um, There's a lot of softwares out there that make running your business actually pretty simple. Uh, QuickBooks. Uh, FreshBooks, zero, um, are, I guess the main competitors, uh, in the market right now. I would recommend if I had to pick one right now, I probably recommend QuickBooks just because in the past when I've used it. It's very, it's easy to use. It's easy to understand. Um, the, the buttons make sense. You can, you know, you can do payroll with it. You can do all the things you want to do with loaded with features. Um, and, uh, that's probably the one I would pick. It is a little more pricey than some of the others. QuickBooks for kind of mid-range um, pricing tiers fifty to five dollars per month. FreshBooks and zero are closer to that 30, 35. But I do think you are getting some value with that extra 20. You're actually gonna get a lot of value with that in the simplicity of use. We at Wow Use Zero, which I'm not unhappy with. It just was a, a much you know, even as an accountant, it was a bigger learning curve than what I thought. And honestly, some of it I just discovered within the past few months, some things I was not doing it correctly, you know? So then I went back to my research. I, you know, went to YouTube said, hey, something doesn't make sense. Um, You know, how can I fix it? So I went to YouTube, I got, um, you know, watched videos for it. I called the accounting software company and said, hey, can you guys help me? And they had a good support team. So Zero does have really good support, which I appreciate. Um, and, uh, and, and then Google, like, what is this, uh, zero, how to reconcile? And, uh, they give you lots of examples and lots of step-by-step examples. So I just went through that and was able to get it figured out. So that is for the people that want to do it. It's, it's very possible. There's out there that make it really easy. And, um, if you do want a free software, so there is a free one out there and everybody likes free. Um, of course I like free, so I've done some research and I actually use uh, wave accounting for my personal budget at home. Um, wave accounting is another software or accounting software, similar to QuickBooks, similar to, um, FreshBooks and Zero. Um, it is completely free unless you pay for some of the add ons like payroll. Um, so I use that, um, again, for my personal finances, just because I kind of treat myself like a business in a way. So it's kind of fun for me. And, um, and that's been a really good software for me and actually pretty easy to use as well. So if you're looking for free, that's a wave accounting, but, um, yeah.
2: And so Derek, I just wanted to jump in here and I just wanted to qualify that we're not actually endorsed or endorsing any particular software. So we haven't been sponsored by anybody. QuickBooks isn't giving us money or zero. Uh, These are actual recommendations of what we have tried over the years. And and Derek, you've tried a lot of them. Um, You've tried to love some of them and realize that you don't for some features. So we would just suggest the same to our listeners out there. Uh, So you've picked a software and make sure it's a software that you like. Uh, secondly, um, what else, if I'm just getting started here, Derek, what, what else do I need to think about from almost just a compliance or or getting started standpoint?
0: Yep. Um, great question. So the next thing you need to do is you need to get a business bank account and, um, a business credit card or a debit card, uh, to that bank. But that is a, you need to keep your business and personal separate. If it's all together once, now's a great time to get, Keep it all separate. It's going to make uh, taxes easier. It's going to make your life easier. And um, so that's the first thing I would do. Go to your banker, go local, find a banker, get your bank um, account set up. And um, this, all these softwares I mentioned before, like Todd says, yeah, we're not, I don't, they're not writing me a check. Um, And all of them will be able to import all your transactions, or you could import each transaction yourself. So they do make it super simple in that way. And that way, uh, again, you keep your business business, your personal personal, highly recommend that urgently. Um, the second thing is you need to pick a payment um, merchant service. So the big three out there that I would recommend is uh, our authorized.net, which uh, fun fact, I just found out uh, last week, um, Zero no longer will support authorized.net. So I have to go shopping as well um, for another payment provider for Zero. Um, but Stripe is a good one. I've heard good things about that. Uh, Square. I've had some personal experience with Square and I've been really happy with them. So those are the two I'm going to go look at first and I have had some communication with, but those are definitely the big three out there. And I'm sure there's there's more.
1: So one of the, one of the um, most basic things, you know, in accounting is keeping track of transactions and then having to reconcile those at, at I'm guessing that for me, it's always the end of the month. Um, can you talk a little bit about basic reconciling?
0: Yeah, great question. So reconciling is reconciling what comes, you know, um, your, from your bank to your credit card. So you want to make sure that every dollar is accounted for. So if you deposit $100, you know you should see $100 in your bank account. That reconciles and makes sure we have all the money. You know, so for example, if you go to the bank and you deposit $120, and um, you know that's what you think you've deposited, and the bank says, "Well, you only gave us $100," then you have a problem, and you need to get that sorted out. It could be the bank made an error, maybe you made the error. You know, but there is an error that needs to be solved. And I. This is probably the most simple, foundational, and most important things with accounting is reconciling. It's the easiest way to know that your numbers are correct and um, that everything is as it should be. So I highly encourage whatever software you get into that you learn how to reconcile. If you don't know how to, pay someone to teach to, uh, train you how to do it. Um, Derek, we, we kind
2: of have, yeah. have a funny, not funny story with that. Okay, so everybody's like... So to be honest, reconcile is like a four letter word. I mean, let's be honest, like who wants (laughs) to reconcile, but Derek, (laughs) we had something very recently at wow. And I think this might bring home the reason why you should reconcile because you found something, a transaction that was quite significant that we were not going to be paid that money or deposited that money. Can you tell that story? And then our listeners might go, oh, I like reconciling now.
0: Right. Yeah. And, and I guess to be honest with you, I always liked reconciling, but recently I've come to love it, you know? So, um, yeah, we had a situation where, um, we were depositing checks. Um, just like any, every week we deposit checks and the bank one of the checks was $175 and, um, they, they thought it was, you know, thousands of dollars. So the, I deposited the, depositing the checks for the week. And this check was $175 that we were depositing. We it goes run through the software. Um, we have a, uh, you know, a check scanner and the banks thought it was a duplicate check that was 7,175. So $175 they thought was 7,175. So they, um, we deposited the money and they came back and said, Hey, one of your checks was a duplicate. So in the amount of $7,175, so we're going to take that money out. And they did, they took the money out. And, and, um, you know, which is common when you, when you over, you know, when you have a duplicate or something like that, they take the money out. The problem is they never put that money in in the first place. So when I was reconciling, I saw it was, you know, our deposit was say $50,000. So I expected $50,000. But I was seven thousand one hundred seventy-five off. So I double-checked my deposit. I was like, the bank's never wrong, right? Bank can't make mistakes for seven thousand dollars. Like that's that can't. I know it's probably me, but I did my numbers, and um, I called them, and they said yes. You know, we made that mistake. So they never gave me the money. They thought they did, but they didn't. Um, so that's seven thousand dollars that had I not reconciled, gone. Um also they still didn't put the money in. So I had a follow-up note to call them back. So um I called them back and said, Hey, the money's not there. Oh, sorry, we never created the case. Okay. I was like, Do you understand this is seven thousand dollars of money that you know you guys have taken that we don't have access to? And they they apologize and now they have a case. I still haven't gotten the money, um, but I have it on my desk right here the notes to go back and uh keep calling until we get the money. But that just goes to show you without a good reconciling process, that money would be lost.
1: Hmm. Yeah. That's when you say, it's not me, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. It was, it,
2: you know, yeah. I, I think that's a good example out there that, um, as the numbers have grown over the years and just to be transparent, you know, um, $7,000 is a point to that we would eventually catch it. So Derek caught it, but and you would think, how would you lose $7,000? Well, quite honestly, that that number is proportional to what you might be depositing. So uh, all those numbers add up over the years. And I think, Derek, you said something very wise is don't assume that the bank is always correct. Um, that's one thing that the bank isn't always correct. In fact, the bank is always off by a decent amount. Um, And a decent is not very definitive there, but the bank, it doesn't get it perfect. It's not like they walk out and they've reconciled every transaction and it says zero. So the bank does make mistakes. And just to remind you guys out there, this is just another transaction to the bank. So the bank's not like, oh yeah, this is 7K. He could go buy a used car. Like, no, that's not what they think. It's just (laughs) another transaction out of millions of transactions. So uh, it really is your responsibility to make sure that you can go and find it.
1: Yep. Wow, good information, um, <clears throat> Derek. There's so many things that we could talk about, you know, in relation to to accounting and uh, business accounting, and I, I think there's there's more we could dive into. Um, but would would you be willing to come back and share more of that with us on on another episode?
0: Absolutely, I'd love
1: to. Awesome, Todd. Any final thoughts from you?
2: You know, it's, it's one more thing that you need to do as a business owner. So uh, I, I can't stress the importance of this. Um, get it set up, get a foundation in place. Uh, for me, I knew I needed to bring someone on. Derek was the perfect fit and um, he has excelled and allowed us to grow. So you have to spend money to make money. Uh, and if you don't focus on the numbers and the metrics, then things are going to slip by and you're going to end up in a point to where you can't make good decisions.
1: Yeah, yeah, for when I was running my business, I stayed pretty small <clears throat> and I just I forced myself to learn. I'm like I I have to learn these things. I need to have a good grasp on what's happening. So I I uh, the only outsourcing I did was actually for tax purposes, but I still did my my day-to-day accounting and for me it kept me accountable to my business and to make sure I stayed on top of things. So Individual decision, uh, but uh, a couple of, of basic things for you to really concentrate on is you're getting your business going or maybe starting to scale it up, and we hope this this has been a benefit to you,
2: Derek. Anything? Any? What's your last tip for today for our listeners out there? Leave them with a little bit of something. You know, what's
0: what's the last thing? One last tip I would say is have fun. Go. Um, I know. I know. It sounds like not fun, but go have fun with it. Learn about your business. Learn about numbers and go make money.
1: Simple enough.
0: I like that. Derek, thanks
1: so much for taking time with us today. We really appreciate it.
0: You're welcome. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here.
2: Thank you all for tuning in. That wraps it up for another week at the Spiro uh, podcast here. Uh, If you could do us a favor and if you could share this podcast, uh, it's maybe someone else out there, a colleague of yours that might find it interesting. uh, Please share uh, if possible. Hit that subscribe button. All those things help us out. And finally, I'll pitch you again on it. I want to hear, we want to hear from you. Email us, hello at spiro.media. Let us know what questions you have and we'll be excited to take them on and uh, continue to uh, help you build uh, the business side of your business.
1: If you're listening to the podcast right now and on the audio-only version, don't forget you can catch us on YouTube. Uh, just look up Spiro, and uh, vice versa. If you're only watching the video, we do have an audio version you can find on all the major uh, podcasting platforms: Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, Spotify, all of those. So again, thank you for joining us this week. Hopefully, this has been riveting content that will really help you get your business under control. And uh, it, it is—it's—it's it's good information, good solid foundation-building information for you really scale up and have a successful business. We care about you. We we want to see you succeed. So until next week, enjoy what you've been blessed with and take a breath.
2: Thank you for joining us for the Spiro podcast, managing your real estate photography and videography business. This is a production of Spiro and Wow Video Tours. You can find out more about Spiro's real estate media business management software at our website, spiro.media.